Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. Well, that was quick and dirty. Welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. That was the shortest intro in the history of intros. That means I have an extra 40 seconds to, well, tell you the truth, because I'm not in the year tickling business, as the kids like to say. There's plenty of people that do that full time. They get well compensated uh, because uh, we're living in a time where... um, People like being lied to. It's not the first time that this cycle has repeated, but it's the most brazen incarnation thus far. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact uh, that the Internet is a thing now, that people can go and uh, find exactly what they're looking for and not be challenged about their mindset, not be challenged about the things they believe, not be challenged about the hopes that they have, even though their hopes are wholly unbiblical. Uh, to them, that's fine, because uh, what they believe to be their truth, and yes, I just did the air quotes, what they believe to be their truth in their mind supersedes the truth of the gospel. It supersedes the truth of the Bible, It supersedes the word and will of God because, hey, in their minds, they are uh, at the tip of the spear, as it were. They are the tippy top of the tippy top. There is no one above them. Everyone's below, including God, because uh, we've taught men uh, to see themselves as something more than mortal creations, Uh, We've taught men to see themselves the apple of God's eye. And Lord knows what Beth Moore is teaching her followers, but that's neither here nor there. Welcome to the program. Thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast. As always, I am your humble host, Michael Boldia. And as has become customary, we have a tendency of uh, letting you know when we're recording the program. And indeed, today is just such a day. Uh, We are recording this program December the 15th, uh, the year of our Lord 2021. So uh, although not the same day, it's fresh enough where uh, unless the Chinese try to take over Taiwan or the Russians invade Ukraine or Israel preemptively attacks Iran, uh, uh, the news will be pretty much in line with what you're hearing today. I know it's amazing. Uh, things to get to, things to talk about. Uh, we have another installment of American Prophetic, because like I said, I could just wait for six weeks and then uh, be in league with all the other American Prophetics. Uh, but I, I, I tell you things before they happen because it needs to be thusly. And no, I'm not claiming that this was a word of knowledge from the Lord. No. It was just there to be seen if you have eyes to see. If you don't look at the current global situation through the prism of rising phoenix, if you don't look uh, at what's going on through the prism of America shall never bow. We shall never be brought low. Uh, Basically, if you look at it through uh, the biblical lens that you ought to, 
you'll realize exactly what's coming down the pike. You'll, you'll see it well enough in advance to prepare your heart and prepare your mind and steal yourself. So uh, the way I look at America, the prism through which I see this nation, in which I live, this nation in which I'm raising my children currently, is through the prism of Revelation 18. So uh, we, haven't, we haven't gone into that in quite some time. We'll get into Revelation 18 today. Because if you see current events through the prism of Revelation 18, through the prism of the eventual downfall of a nation that turned its back on God, uh, then you'll know it's not, yay, yay, good times ahead. You know, we're not, we're not in party mode anymore, kids. And people are beginning to see it, even though the news is trying it's trying really hard to tell people that it's just an illusion that they have less money in their pocket. Even though the news is really trying to tell people that it's just an illusion that everything has gone up in price uh, ever since uh, the man in the adult diapers took office. Uh, you can't. I, unless, unless they start telling people, hey, you know what? Stop believing your lying eyes. People are catching on to the fact that, oops, we're in kind of trouble. And there's two articles that I ran across this week that, that sort of signify people are catching on. Is it too late? Uh, will, will, will we turn this ship around and shall the phoenix rise again? We're not going to turn the ship around. Because in order to turn this particular ship around, sacrifices need be made. Uh, and, and nobody's willing to be uh, the cannon fodder. Nobody's willing to be the first to sacrifice. Nobody is willing to give back all the generous benefits that were given to people who just wanted to stay home and make statuettes out of their belly button lint at the expense of the American taxpayer. So... Um, Remember we talked about hyperinflation, oh, I don't know, six months, nine months ago, and I got a lot of flack. I was talking about hyperinflation, and uh, at that particular moment in time, uh, one Jerome Powell came out and said, oh, it's transitory. It shall pass as quickly as your New Year's resolution regarding your diet. It'll be a blink of an eye. It shall pass. Uh, well... Today, apparently, one Jerome Powell is supposed to uh, make an announcement, and I have the very eerie feeling that they're going to announce an interest rate hike because uh, they, they have to start tapering. Uh, supply chain and wholesale inflation hits, what, 26%? And I know that, who cares? It's, it's wholesale. Well, that's sort of on par with uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez saying, why do we need farmers? We have Whole Foods. Uh, there is um, a very well-coordinated market in these United States. Uh, things come into the country. Wholesalers purchase them. Wholesalers then sell them to the retailers at a profit. Then the retailers sell them to you the end customer at another profit. Now, guess what happens when the wholesaler has to pay more for the product? He passes the cost on to, you guessed it, the retailer. 
Now, guess what happens when the retailer has to pay more from the wholesaler because the wholesaler paid more from the initial creator of the product, whatever that might have been. The cost gets passed on to you. You are the end consumer. And there is an old adage uh, that says feces rolls downhill. I know that's not the exact wording for it, but this is a family-friendly show. So, if it starts at the top and you're at the bottom, the only thing that you can do is hope that your wading boots are high enough. If they're only ankle high, you're going to be swimming in it. You got to have hip waders, the kind that, that fly fishermen use when they go out fishing in Colorado. But this is the first story that we're going to get into. And I know you're all excited. Hey, leave that aside. Talk about Revelation 18. I know you're not because who wants to hear bad news? Uh, we're, we, we've been conditioned to overreact to everything. Even if the news isn't that bad, look at this. They're, 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 they're running themselves ragged because of Omicron, even though the person who discovered it says, hey, it's no big deal. This might actually be a net benefit because you get antibodies and the you know, symptoms are very mild. Nope, we're preparing for the death march in the winter. Because as long as you can keep people afraid, you can, you can make them do whatever you want them to do, even if it's at the expense of their own freedoms. So allow me to take a sip of my delicious beverage. Even though I enjoyed uh, my Idaho cup to no end, it's still here in the office on my desk. But I went back to styrofoam because it doesn't make the clanking noise. I know, uh, but it's, it's waiting for me. So one second. Ah, that hit the spot. I know coffee prices are going up too. Pretty soon I'll have to switch to crack. It'll be cheaper. So, the record-shattering 9.6% rise in producer prices indicates a starting startling level of inflation inflicting the U.S. economy. Things are even worse once you get beyond the headlines. Further out, on the supply chains, prices are rising even more rapidly, suggesting that product shortages and even more inflation are yet to come. I'm not even going to, I told you so, because you already know I told you so. So why would I beat a dead horse? I'm not a Democrat. Look, they're, they're, still, they're still on that January 6th thing where that old lady with the bad hip was waving a U.S. flag around in the Capitol building. This is all they have to deflect now. They own the economy. They own the crisis on the border. They own the fact that everything they're doing is just worse than the last thing they did. And so they have to deflect, but they've got nothing left to deflect with. What was it a Democrat came out with? We should just go to war with Russia. Do you understand the kind of panic these people are in where they're uh, – option where their secondary uh, plan of attack is to go to war with a nuclear superpower to deflect from the fact that you're incompetent and, and, and half-retarded? 
I know. I oh, he used the word retarded. That's not very Christian. And this is why you're going to lose. This is why you will be a slave in your own country. This is why they will come and knock on your door and hold you down and jab you in the face. Because you're weak and you're weak-minded. And you take offense at things that shouldn't be offensive. And you overlook things that should be offensive to you. Because, well, you know, we got to pick our battles, Brother Mike. We can't just go to war ah, over anything. Pretty soon there will be nothing left to go to war over. We will have already given up everything. We will have already acquiesced to everything. So uh, throttle back on that. I'm just waiting for my time. All right? Be honest with yourself. I know. He's being mean again, Mama. Somebody's got to be. So let's get back to record-shattering producer prices wholesale. Wholesale. If wholesale goes up, everything else goes up. Do you understand this? If the producer charges more, the wholesaler pays more, passes the, the, the cost onto the retailer. Retailer passes it down to the end consumer. This is important because some people, why should I care that wholesalers are paying more? They deserve it. They're the one percenters. They're the millionaires and billionaires. They should pay more. Do you really think they're going to eat that cost? Were you born yesterday? They're not going to eat the cost. People don't stay in business to lose money. Do you understand the concept? Nobody is in business to lose money. If you lose money, you shut down. You fire all your employees and you go on vacation to the Bahamas because you made a decent living for many years. But this is the mindset of this generation of the people of this time. Look, we deserve every ounce of pain coming our way. Because we, had, we allowed somehow halfwits and idiots to rule over us. And the worse it's going to get, the more they're going to try to tighten their grip on power because it's the only safety that they have. That's their only safety mechanism. Do you understand that, that when somebody that's incompetent, sees their power slipping away, they tighten their grip all the more? Why do you think that numbnuts in New York just said every person, private business included, needs to be vaccinated? Because he felt his grip slipping. And if you're still living in New York, why? Burn down your house, get the insurance money, and move to Florida for Pete's sake. I kid. I kid. I'm not telling you to burn down your house. But just in case there's an electrical fire, don't put it out. I kid. All right, let's get back to inflation. I don't know. I, I, have, to, I have to make a joke or two because the situation that we're in right now, uh, how do I put this? Imagine you knew somebody with a progressive disease whatever it is that they got diagnosed with, and it was, it was very rapid. And so every single day, the only expectation you could have 
is for that person to be in worse shape than the day before. This nation is terminal. We have a progressive disease. And if you're living with the expectation that tomorrow will be better than today, you're fooling yourself. Each day, step by step, will get progressively worse. Because we're unwilling to do the one thing that would remedy the situation, which is humble ourselves and repent. We'll get back to the inflation thing, but I just read this and it made me smile. I'm actually going to probably go to Guatemala soon to see what real estate is like. Because Guatemala's president declares his country will become Latin America's pro-life capital. See, the leader of a nation has the responsibility of steering that nation in the direction he desires it to go. When you juxtapose what the president of Guatemala said to what our president, I know I said our president, what I, just contextually speaking, go with me. When you juxtapose what the president of Guatemala said with the man in the adult diapers, and uh, Madam Kamala Harris uh, have said regarding the murder of the innocent, abortion, and how, hey, as long as the whole body isn't out of the womb, you can kill it. So pop out the head, take a hammer to it, and go on with your day. The president of Guatemala has declared that his country will officially become the pro-life capital of Latin America early next year. Guatemalan President Alejandro Giamate announced his intention to make Guatemala Latin America's pro-life capital during a speech at the Willard Hotel in Washington, D.C. last week. Uh, By the way, did you know that because of his pro-life stance, The president of Guatemala wasn't invited to the democracy summit put on by the man in the adult diapers. So this man, not only was he willing to alienate the most powerful man in the the world, and I'm using the air quotes again because, come on, ah, Joe Biden is the most powerful man in the world. You should know where we are as a country just, just, just based on that alone. Joe Robinette Biden is president of the United States. He doesn't know what's in his diaper half the time. That's all you need to know to know where we're headed. But this man, President Alejandro Giamate, not only did he risk alienating the United States because of his stance, he doubled down and went to Washington, D.C. and actually spoke at a pro-life function in Washington, D.C. at the Willard Hotel. Understand that you will see a place like Guatemala be blessed 
because of its embrace of life. And you will see a place like America, which ought to know better, fall under judgment because of its perpetual bloodlust. Look, leaders steer nations. Can you honestly say to me that we are being steered towards a good place with this administration? So let's get back to our inflation and the supply chain issues, as well as, uh, well, you know, wholesale inflation. The PPI report also measures goods sold for intermediate demand, those sold from one business to another along the chain of production of goods and services. When a manufacturer of appliances sells to a retail store, that gets counted in the intermediate demand category, while the sale of the appliance to the household sector is final demand and also gets counted in the CPI gauge. Services are also sold into the market for intermediate demand. Corporate lawyers, consultants, advertising, and investment bankers are examples of business-to-business services. So this goes on to describe everything that goes into what uh, wholesale inflation is. And uh, the important part, the one that I need you to take note, to understand where we're headed, because this is not about the present, this is about the future. This is where we're going. The index for processed goods for intermediate demand jumped 1.5% in November, which is a slowdown from 2.4% rise in October. This is no longer a case of the volatile food and energy categories pushing up the index. That means everything is going up in price. In November, over half the increase was from materials excluding food and energy. The Intermediate Foods and Feeds Index actually dropped 0.2%. The Energy Index, however, climbed 3.6%. I live in Wisconsin. Thus far, the weather has been mild. I'm waiting for the first cold month and for people to realize just how high their energy bills will be. Some things you can't convince people of until they experience it themselves. Until it hits where it hurts. Until it connects where they really don't want it to. And even then, many will be like the Israelites of old. They will stiffen their necks and harden their hearts and will not repent because we have chosen our road and the places where we're supposed to find direction, the places where we're supposed to find spiritual nourishment have become circuses. It's disconcerting to see that the church has not stepped in to the vacuum that was created 
by the need for something more. Globally speaking, I'm not just talking about in America, but throughout. Do you understand that there are, there are people seeped in hopelessness at this point, and it hasn't gotten that bad yet? We're getting there. It's coming, but, but thus far, manageable. But these are the kind of times, these are the seasons where men seek out hope. And rather than provide that hope, rather than point the way to Christ, rather than ensure that when somebody is hurting, you are there to offer them comfort. All the church is doing is biggering and complaining and coming up with a new Ponzi scheme every two minutes. There is a crisis of leadership in the church. And it's something that we've talked about on and off for a very long time, but now apparently even uh, the muckety-mucks at the Christian Post are catching on to this. We're not in a good place. We're headed in the wrong direction. And those that beat their chest saying that they are the representatives of God, those that beat their chest saying that they are the apple of God's eye, are doing nothing except enriching themselves. All right, let's go to Revelation 18. We'll we'll, we'll go through some of these verses, talk about a little bit, because I'm I'm looking at the news right now, and, and there is nothing that I would point to and say, hey, this looks like a good thing. I mean, the only bright spot in the entire country is probably Florida. And they're doing their best to do away with him. They're they're, they're doing their best to minimize his influence. So, let's go to Revelation 18. Because as children of God, we're supposed to know these things. As children of God, we are supposed to be aware of what the Bible says regarding the times we're living in, as well as the nation that we're living in. And I know there's been debates back and forth. Well, is is America Revelation, uh, uh, the the Babylon of Revelation 18 is not America? Look, I'm going to go through the text. You can draw your own conclusion, make the comparisons. But just keep in mind that the Babylon of old, the Babylon of the Old Testament, had already been destroyed long and long when John the Revelator received this particular revelation. Okay? Just so we're clear. It wasn't as though this was a retroactive prophecy regarding Babylon. 
This is a type and shadow of Babylon, a most powerful nation, a nation at its peak, a nation that thought it would be eternal, forever, powerful, and within a manner of years, lesser nations mock it openly. So Revelation 18, verse 1. After these things I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. Now, the first thing I want to say regarding America vis-a-vis being in the Bible is if America were not in Scripture, it would be a glaring oversight on God's part, would it not? If there was no mention of the most powerful and richest country ever to exist in the history of the world, that would be a pretty glaring oversight. But let's continue reading. See if you can uh, tease out a few parallels. And no, I'm not trying to put a square peg in a round hole. Come on, brother, you're reaching. Really? And the reason I'm getting into this now is because far too many believers have the mindset that well, it's bad now, but we're, 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 we're about to reverse trend. We're about to head the other way. And the reality of it is, we're not. Because we choose not to. We are rebellious and think ourselves above God as a nation. This is why we have altogether ignored his precepts. All the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins and lest you receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven. And God has remembered her iniquities. Render to her as she rendered to you, and repay her double according to her works. In the cup which she has mixed, mix double for her. In the measure that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously. In the same measure. Give her torment and sorrow, for she says in her heart, I sit as a queen 
and am no widow and will not see sorrow. Therefore her plagues will come in one day. Death and mourning and famine. And she will be utterly burnt with fire for strong is the Lord God who judges her. The kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning. Standing at a distance for fear of her torment. Alas, alas, the great city Babylon, that mighty city. For in one hour your judgment has come. And the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her. For no one buys their merchandise anymore. Merchandise of gold and silver, precious stones and pearls, fine linen and purple silk and scarlet, every kind of citron wood, every kind of object of ivory, every kind of object of most precious wood, bronze, iron, and marble, and cinnamon and incense, fragrant oils and frankincense, wine and oil, fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and chariots, and bodies and souls of men, the fruit that you, your soul longed for has gone from you, and all the things which are rich and splendid have gone from you. And you shall have them no more at all. The merchants of these things who became rich by her will stand at a distance for fear of her torment, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, the great city that was clothed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls. For in one hour, such great riches came to nothing. Every shipmaster, all who travel by ship, sailors, and as many as trade on the sea, stood at a distance and cried out when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What is like this great city? And they threw dust on their heads and cried out, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, the great city in which all who had ships on the sea became rich by her wealth. For in one hour she is made desolate. Rejoice over her, O heaven. And you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. We keep telling ourselves that we're the good guy in the story. We keep telling ourselves that we're the hero. I don't know about you, but I'm looking at what we are doing as a nation. And none of it seems very heroic. 
we could have been. But we chose not to be. It's coming. It's close. And the only question that I have for you is, are you prepared? Because if the only reason you listen to this program, the only reason you study and seek out the prophetic is to know what the future holds without preparing for it, then I truly pity you. See, this, this, this is what sets us apart from the rest of the world, is that we have the foreknowledge of things to come and the time to prepare for them. And when I speak of preparation, I, I, I don't do it in regards to the physical. If that's what God tells you to do to prepare the, in the physical, then by all means, do that. But across the board, every believer needs to prepare spiritually for what's coming. Across the board, every believer needs to prepare spiritually for what they will soon see with their own eyes. And as I've been rolling this over in my mind, I think one of the most important aspects for us as believers is to have a biblical view of this nation, is to see this nation through the prism of the Word of God. Because if we fail to do that, if we don't see the nation through the prism of the Word of God, but rather through the way we choose to see the nation we live in, then when judgment descends, when God begins to strike, we will grow bitter towards God for the fact that he is judging this nation. Like I said, we're not the hero in this story. We're not the good guys. Good guys don't murder babies. Good guys don't descend into the into debauchery to such a level that even the citizenry of Sodom and Gomorrah of old would look at us and go, oh, wow, really? That far? And the more God tarried, the more everyone from the godless to those of the church began to believe that he was okay with what we were doing. He was okay with everything that was going on. We do not serve a forgetful God. Just because he did not act, it does not mean that he consented, applauded, validated, accepted, whatever adjective you want to use. 
her sins have reached to heaven. God has remembered her iniquities. God keeps good records. Whether for your glory or for your dishonor, God keeps good records. Whether for your reward or your judgment, God keeps good records. This goes for individuals as well as nations. And just because God has not judged, it doesn't mean that he's forgotten. It doesn't mean that, well, you know, he's progressive now. As long as we embrace the LBGTQSP community, and as long as we're for uh, equity, uh, then uh, God will say, okay, keep killing babies. It's all good. We're not the good guys in this story. As a nation, we're unwilling to stand up for the things that are true and noble and, and good. And I like the fact that right about now is when, when uh, the truly self-righteous and pious among us will stand, well, brother, none is good. I'm not talking about individual people. I'm talking about actions. Some actions that we take as a nation and as individuals are demonstrably good. Some actions that we take as individuals and as a nation are demonstrably evil. If you can't tell the difference between the two, if you don't know which one is good and which one is evil, then mayhaps you should go back to the book and read a few verses. God has remembered her iniquities. And in the measure that she glorified herself, and lived luxuriously. In the same measure, give to her torment and sorrow. For she says in her heart, I sit as a queen, and am no widow, and will not see sorrow. Even now, we beat our chest and think that we can browbeat the rest of the world into doing our bidding. Even now, we, we, we beat our chest and think that we can browbeat the world into doing what we tell them to do. And we're seeing the Chinese and we're seeing the Russians and we're seeing even, even, even leaders of paltry little countries that are, are a speck get bolder and bolder at criticizing this nation get bolder and bolder at mocking this nation's leadership. Look, all it takes is one. All it takes is one act of defiance from the Chinese or for the Russians or from the Iranians. All it takes is one act of defiance from any of these nations. And they will see that we will do nothing, because we can do nothing. 
And then the dam will break. I, I, I know that some of you don't understand the precarious position that we're in. And I wish I can explain it to you better. Perhaps I'm limited in my vocabulary. The only reason certain nations haven't gotten more aggressive with this country is because they are profiting from this country. The time will come and we are close when we can no longer afford to buy people's friendship. The time is coming coming and is soon approaching where we won't be able to purchase pretend friends anymore. Do you understand that? Do you understand the sad reality of the position we're in as a nation? Where the only people that we think are our friends are people that we pay to be our friends? Hmm. Where do we go from here? That is a question that... Well, I... That the Bible answers. I can't. I can't. I can't sugarcoat this. I I can't give it to you in the best possible light because there is no best possible light. The Bible tells you where we're headed. The Bible tells you what is coming. So for me to try to say, well, ignore the Bible. Ignore all those passages about the last days and just focus on your personal growth. I can't do that. We're in a mess. And we're sinking faster than anybody thought we would. And even though the public sentiment has shifted, and rightly so, from you know, I'm afraid of getting a, a, a fever and a cough to, oh my goodness, I can't afford to feed my kids. Even though the public sentiment has shifted, government hasn't caught up to public sentiment. They're not doing anything about it. it it's, it's a sad reality that in a country like America, people will starve. I don't want to see it happen, but it's inevitable. Things are moving at such a quick pace. Things are unfolding globally. And everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Not because I want it to happen, but because the Bible says it will happen. And all the while, you get stories like this every, I don't know, two, three days. Pastor of one of Canada's largest megachurches placed on leave after alleged sexual misconduct. Between this story and stories about pastors committing suicide at a frightening rate, 
start to scratch your head and go, what is going on? Well, this is what happens when man attempts to build his own God. Works well while things are going well. When the sun is shining, there's no need for an umbrella. But the sun isn't shining anymore. The storm clouds are gathering. Things that we took for granted months ago are becoming luxuries. And we haven't even gotten to the pain yet. I know this isn't the kind of program you wanted to hear today, and it's not the kind of program I wanted to put out, to be honest with you. But this is where we are. And we need to understand who we are so that when God commences with the judgment, we don't grow embittered and angry with him. Because there will be many whose faith will be shaken. There will be many who will shake their fist at God. Because they didn't see America through the prism of biblical doctrine. They saw America through the prism of patriotism and love of country. And believe me, I love this country. I consider myself a patriotic individual. But that has to take a back seat to the word of God and the will of God and what God says. If your worldview is constructed through a prism of patriotism rather than the Bible, you will grow bitter as you begin to see certain things unfolding. But if your view of the world and the times that you live in are tethered in the Word of God, if the prism through which you see everything is the Bible, then you will have the same reaction as John the Revelator says you ought to. Rejoice over her, O heaven, and you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. So many have been sent from different countries, different ethnicities, different levels of education. Some were more blunt, some were more diplomatic. But the underlying message was always the same, repent. Turn back towards God, repent before it's too late. Repent, repent. And these men were mocked and marginalized. They were made fun of. 
And it's easy to make fun of somebody when they tell you a storm's coming and you're staring into the bright sun. But that's what happens when people don't have foresight. That's what happens when people live in the present without regard for what the future brings. So we embrace the Joel Osteens of the world. The people with bright smiles and empty theology who made us feel good about ourselves. Joel's God doesn't ask you for anything more than to raise your Bible and say, this is my Bible and I believe what it says. I believe it. And then you go on about your life. Throw a couple bucks in the plate. Apparently there was so much money floating around, they just found, what, three quarters of a million dollars or close to it just behind some wall at Joel Olstein's church. The church is bleeding money. I'm sure they'll spin it into some sort of stigmata. We believe the people that tickled our ears, even though mm, we, we kind of assumed they had a vested interest. And we rejected those who spoke the truth to us in love. Don't be among those who will shake their fist at God when judgment comes. Be among those who rejoices in his righteousness. I know this was kind of a heady one, but hopefully next week we'll get back to buckets of gruel and other things. We'll see. All right. My time's up. God bless you. God be with you. Uh, Hopefully we'll be with you again next week. Yep, it's not Christmas yet. I know. (gasps) He said Christmas. Exactly. I said Christmas. I know. There you go. I just slapped my own hand. Stop. 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 You can't see the forest for the trees, can you? Anyway, God bless you. Gino, if you've got anything to say, the floor is yours. Well, uncannily, I did my devotion out of Revelation 18 this morning. I felt directed to it. And I totally agree with what Mike's saying. Demetri came to America. And when I started booking meetings for him, you mentioned the word judgment, repentance. God's going to punish America. I guarantee you there weren't too many churches that were willing to listen to that message. But they were willing to go after many of these other crazy doctrines, like, you know, so many unbiblical things. America is headed towards judgment. It's that simple. And Mike laid out biblically where we're at in the Bible. And we are under the worst leadership. We've had wicked leadership. Many many presidential leaders have been wicked and local-level leaders and state leaders. But right now, we're in a quagmire of wicked leadership, thinking they have God with them. Biden thinks he has God with them. Harris, I don't know where she stands, but God's so far away, and God's taking his hand away, and God's going to judge, and God's going to punish. And it's in the Word of God. 
Babylon, is America a modern Babylon? It absolutely is a modern Babylon. Even has a church for the devil, a non-profit number for a wicked, evil, satanic church in America. And you go to prisons and you preach, which I do. They actually allow church services for Wiccans and demonic religions. We take the Bible out of school. We take God's word out of college. The 10 Ivy League schools that once were Bible colleges are filled with liberal thought. Kill the preborn? Oh, how do we kill them? We even have former Christian governors, so-called Christian governor like Northam in Virginia, who says, pull the child out of the womb, and, or the, 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 you know, the fetus out of the womb, and then kill it who goes to a Baptist church and Catholic leader like John Roberts in the Supreme Court that's vile and wicked and has never supported any kind of godly Supreme Court action. They go to churches, but they don't know the God of the Bible. They don't fear God and they don't reverence God. And that's not even in talking about all the LGBTQ garbage, the parades, bathroom, what bathroom they can use. Just a wicked small percentage of perverted, defiled people yell with a loud voice and then try to get their way when the church should be stronger, standing up firmer against this wickedness. Instead of being silent and quiet, we should be loud and standing against it, pushing back. Share this show with other people because this is right on what Mike spoke about Revelation 18. Thank you for listening for the Light of Truth broadcast. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.